You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Leichhardt, on the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And now here's Father Peter. So this weekend we celebrate the Solemnity of the Assumption of Mary, and the Gospel comes from Luke. Mary set out and travelled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? But the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. He has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. And the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned home. The Gospel of the Lord. So, welcome everyone as we celebrate this Feast of the Assumption. I'm not sure if we've got any of the kids on tonight, but I was thinking of this great yes that Mary said. And it's something that we, we often hear about, and I think it's really easy to take for granted how hard sometimes it is to say yes, how hard sometimes it is to be obedient. I don't know about all the young people who are around tonight, but I think some of them, like all of us, can find it difficult to do what we're told. I know always when I was young and mum or dad said, come on, Peter, it's time for bed, we'd always want five more minutes. Oh, can I just finish? Now I think probably we're playing video games and it's, oh, I'm at level three, can I just finish this level? And yet somehow we are called in our own way, all of us, to be obedient. I think for us adults, too, that that at times can be a challenge. One of the things that us priests promise when we are ordained is obedience. The words that the bishop says to us is, do you promise obedience to me and to my successors? And we, of course, quite readily say, oh, yes. But there's been times in my life when that's been tough. In fact, even before I was ordained, it was sometimes tough in the seminary. I want to tell you a very quick story. When I was in first year in the seminary, we, of course, weren't allowed to go out. 
So I wasn't allowed to see my family or friends or, or just even leave the, the confines of the seminary. However, in, I think it was October, we were promised that we could have a Saturday off, that we could go out, we could go home and visit our families or go to friends' place. Well, you can imagine after nine or ten months locked up in a building, all of us were quite excited about that. And then it turned out that it was when Bede Heather was to be ordained the Bishop of Parramatta. And so our first year directors said, I'm sorry, you're not going to have your home visit today. We all have to go to the ordination of the Bishop. That's okay. We said we can make it another day. He said, no, there won't be another day. We kind of protested and said, well, it just seems a little unfair that this should come up on the one day in the whole year that we're allowed to go out. And I'll never forget his reply. He said, gentlemen, in a very real way, things will come up in your priesthood and you don't always get what you want. Uh, I thought it was pretty lame, but anyhow, we all did what we were told. And it's interesting probably for you married couples too, obedience in marriage. It used to be part of the vows, wasn't it, that the, only the woman had to promise love and obedience to her husband. Doesn't seem to be a very popular concept today. I can't understand that. But when we think about this idea of obedience, I think we've often got the wrong idea about it. Because we think it's just blindness of just doing what you're told for the sake of it. The word obedience comes from the Latin word obidere, which means in Latin, the translation is to listen, to listen. And sometimes I think that maybe that's what obedience is about, is about not just listening or blindly following what someone says, but rather kind of entering into a contract or maybe our, our more religious sense, a covenant. When Mary said yes to God that she would be the mother of Jesus, she was taking this enormous step, but it built this relationship with God, this relationship of a covenant, which goes back to the Old Testament. The original covenant was, I will be your God, you will be my people. But we make those covenants with each other too. For me, when I was ordained, I made a covenant to my ordination, to my priesthood. Married couples make a covenant, a contract to each other. And so I think that obedience is about that relationship where we listen to each other. And by that I don't mean just hearing each other, but listening intently to what each other is saying. And so, I don't know, maybe obedience isn't such a blind and difficult thing after all. Maybe it's something that helps us to grow, to be in relationship in a stronger way. Maybe next time I'll celebrate a wedding, I might bring back the love, honour and obey again, but for both of the couple. And so this whole concept of obedience reminds us again of how Mary responded to God's call I don't know whether she could have said no. Maybe she could have. I don't know what would have happened to our salvation history then. But Mary chose to respond in obedience because of the love that she had for God, because of this contract, this covenant, this relationship.
And so I think when we're challenged to do things that are difficult in whatever our circumstances in life, priest, religious, married, lay person, whether it's about our work, about our families, about the relationships that we're in too, we need to deeply listen to where those requests, those commands, those kind of uh, indults are coming from, and we respond hopefully in a loving way. And I think that that obedience, that obidere, that listening is two-sided too. I think when I made my covenant, my promise with the Archbishop, he too was kind of making a promise to me that he would always be a person who would look after his priests. Just like in marriage, you promise to be there, to listen, to build relationships with each other, to listen intently, not just with the head, not just with the ears, but with our hearts. Mary did that, and that's why Christ was able to be born through her into our world. Thank you for listening to Father Peter's podcast. Please join us each Saturday at 5pm live via the link or phone number below.